So these uh, Wild Ride Brews, the nut crushers, peanut butter ones. The peanut butter I, ones. Yeah, I saw the elephant. I was like, I know that one. I have. Have you had these before? Okay, it's been a while for me. Last time I did, I liked them so much. I drank a little bit too many of them. Yeah. And uh, ended up puking a little bit. So. Uh, I um I had them, but I had them during the summertime. Yeah. And so uh, it porters and stouts just don't hit the same during the summer. <laughs> it's time Go to time. Down. Well, I thought we had something. Episode whatever whatever of MDC podcast. We're coming back now with The Mandalorian. We're a couple episodes behind on this. Season three has just kicked off. We totally skipped season two, but who cares? Yeah, we're we've up. been uh, we've been busy with this new game called uh, called Life. Life. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Hogwarts Legacy. I like, <laughs> I'm still busy with that. I'm I'm still fully engaged. Uh. The rest of life, yes, though. Not the board game. The cruelish fucking hell that was created for us. Indeed. I don't know. All right. Mandalorian Season 3. Uh, we're going to recap Episodes 1 through 4 here, and then we'll come in with a later half of the season and chat about that. Um, episode 1, I, I thought we were getting Baby Yoda armor right away. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wanted Grogu armor. That it, I was very disappointed when she brought out the helmet and it was for some other little shithead. Yeah, I mean they set it up like I thought it was a flashback on um, into Din Djarin's past, right? But it was not. It was some random Mandalorian kid. It they made it seem like it was Din Djarin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nope. It's just Jimmy Kimmel's little fucking nephew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Um. A lot, a lot happened in that. I, I could definitely see why the Mandalorians are uh, so few and in between now. And it's yeah. because they choose riverside fronts of fucking <laughs> dragons and freaking alligators. Alligator uh, <laughs> turtles. What? Yeah. That you're, you're asking to be eaten and, and killed. Why would they pick that place to live? I'm, I'm sure they have options. I don't know. They they were on uh, Tatooine still. It seemed like they were the yeah. desert there, and we saw two moons in this last episode. But yeah, um, we also saw in this one where so the the whole setup for it was that Mando Mando needed to go and recleanse himself and repent for his sins, his Mandalorian sins of taking off his helmet. Mm-hmm. So he had to go back to mandalore the planet of mandalore and bathe in their minds on this one yeah my notes here say uh, mando needs to go take a bath mando (laughs) Mando needs to take a bath i was like he needs to repent for his mando sins (laughs) um a a religious bath he uh but he has to go and ask bo-katan for some help yeah about it he he wanted to know of if it's cursed if it's actually you you can go there at all i do have a, a quick point for for this one um i don't think we've seen them before but uh space squids space squids did you notice it when uh din and uh grogu were going through warp speed there were space squids traveling alongside them those are space whales dude space whales whales they look like squids to me they were whales 
And uh, we saw them in... It wasn't Clone Wars. It was the uh, the other animated uh, series. Okay. That's See, I'm bad with the animated now. series. It's been a long time since I've watched them. Right. Me too. Nope. They were in there and uh, they... Yeah, they are space whales traveling at warp speed and such. Very crazy. Okay. This thing totally looks like a space squid. I, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it, you show me at the first glance, yeah. That's what I was seeing, but yeah. That's a space sperm. Space sperm. <laughs> like space sperm. Impregnating folks traveling at light speed. Yep. <laughs> That's where babies are made from. Baby exactly. Yodas. <laughs> space sperm. No, he goes and shows up for on Bo-Katan's planet. Yep. She's like the only one chilling out in her castle, and she seems like she's just been so sulking in her throne room. All yeah, day. she's just sitting there chilling like, out. What does she do? Does she just hang pouting. out in the throne all day long, just just pouting? And then, as well, she's just sitting there pissed that he has the dark saber and she can't have it and reunite all of the Mandalorians. So she's yeah. sitting there being pissy about that still. It's like, why don't you go do something about that? You can challenge him to a duel. Yeah, and if you win, you get. That that is the and, law of the the and dark apparently saber. you're like this badass like space bounty hunter thing like your your whole religion is based off of weapons I'd, I'd assume you'd have a good chance right I mean fast forward to uh, episode fast forward to episode two she actually uses the dark saber she mm. picks it up and she fights the the little gremlin guy yeah the little gremlin robot so she is clearly more capable than than Dinjarin, Armando. She's not as cool, all right, but she's more capable. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And so I don't understand why she doesn't just ta- challenge him to a duel. It's not a duel to the death. It's just a duel and you're defeated, you yield. Yeah. And then you get the the dark saber. She she can sit there and be uh salty about that all the whole salty time. ginger. While we're on the topic, let's move on to episode two. Sure. Well, um, hit me with your first point, episode two. Mando finally takes a bath. Mando finally takes a bath. And I'm surprised with how easily he's knocked out. Right. That was a that was very interesting. My main point: Mythosaur. Yes. Fucking Mythosaur. That was sick. That was badass. That yeah, was 100%. so cool. But yeah, he's incapacitated, just completely knocked out. It seemed like he drowned. He. Did he take his rocket pack off when he went in? I saw him take I, off a couple I things. I think he did take off his rocket pack. Why wouldn't you take off the rest of your armor to go in? You know, that's a really good point. Keep the helmet on. I'm assuming Beskar is pretty heavy. Right. It's, spo- it's supposed to be extremely light and the most durable. Okay. Okay. But why would you even go in that clothed adult at all? That armored up. You, yeah. You would want... To be like, okay, I keep my helmet on because this is the way. But just take off the rest. No, you're supposed to say this is the way. Oh, it, it is the way, indeed. <laughs> this is the way. Bad Mando. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, um, so I, I didn't understand that because he just immediately sunk. And yeah. so just take off the armor and maybe that won't happen to you. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Even in Mando armor. With those Mando sights. No, I thought that that was the absolute craziest thing that came up and easily predictable now. Mando is going to ride the Mythosaur. 
Yeah. You know what? Maybe somebody's going to ride the Mythosaur this show. What? What's your like? What's your take? Who do you think is going to ride the Mythosaur? I'm thinking it's going to be Bo-Katan or Din. You think Bo-Katan or Din? Yeah. Maybe, maybe Grogu. I'm going to say it's Grogu and Din. Grogu and Din? Okay. Yep, because Grogu isn't a Mandalorian yet. He, yet. Yeah. But he does have his first, first piece of armor. He does. He, he is a foundling. Yes. And such. He's learning the way. But even, even he's trying to say this is the way. But came out no you're supposed to say this is the way sorry i suck at this i have my mandalorian (laughs) card i was moving on anyways i was like god damn it (laughs) no you're supposed to say this is the way this is the way uh (laughs) this is the way this is the way when does it stop (laughs) (laughs) everybody goes back (laughs) (laughs) um but he is not of mandalorian status yet though we've seen that he's able to help control animals beasts and all that kind of stuff and do the flippy yoda jumps Right, he, he's he's promoted, but uh, no, I think it's going to be a combination where he helps Din Djarin be able to mount the man the uh, Mythosar. Okay, and then the, he because he also wields the dark saber. Yeah, and he then becomes the modern day Mandalore reincarnate and Do you unites think them. That that is going to happen this season. I think it is because we've gotten a sneak preview of the Mythosaur. I think I think we're gonna see it again this season. You know, that's my because he got the dark saber season two, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it was that like was, the very end of season two. Uh, so he had the dark saber in season season two. So that just shows like the first step of uniting the Mandalorians. I would say so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. End of season season three. We see at the end of season Mando- one, episode eight. Moff Gideon used the Darksaber to cut himself out of a crashed TIE fighter, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then that's when, in in the season two finale, Din Djarin fights and defeats Moff Gideon, claiming the Darksaber as his own. Right. So, yeah. Okay. So we see where the Darksaber comes in. We understand who Mando is, or we get a better, we, we know of Mando. And it's built up his character so far to show that he's uniting them. I think so. Because it shows as well the capability of Grogu being able to help tame beasts and whatnot. Yeah, I can see the two working together. And they put in very early into this season, here in episode two, where Mando returned to Mandalore and was like, oh, this isn't contaminated. It's not a hazardous environment besides the the fucking beasts and mechanical uh, gremlins running around underneath so he would be able to reunite them on mandalore yeah they need to get off tatooine that's for damn sure yeah that planet sucks yeah uh i we can start moving into episode three there of yeah mandalorians what the fuck are they doing live in riverside to a turtle crocodile Mm. and now dragons yeah well episode four is dragons oh Episode three was the was Fuck the me. episode three we had the little Top Gun chase with Bogatan and and Mando, uh, where they destroyed Bogatan's home, the Mandalorian castle thing on the on Kalavala. That's right. Restart me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, episode three, they yeah. they return back with uh, Bogatan. Yeah, and then the main thing of episode three was the Doctor Pershing thing, L fifty two. Right. Kind of sidestepped a little bit from 
Din and Grogu storyline. It did. I I really wish they didn't. I loved where they were going with this one of Bo-Katan and uh, she's recovering from the Mythosaur. The action yeah. scenes. Oh, I love I'm, Mandalorian's action sound. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so fucking cool. I'm keeping an open mind, though, for yeah. this. Uh, reason being, I think that they're going to tie in Dr. Pershing with, with Din and Bo-Katan, that whole storyline, in a couple episodes later on this season. So I'm hoping that they do, at least. I think that whatever they're doing here is going to lead right into uh, Snoke from the later trilogy. Okay. Because it was all about cloning and whatnot. Yeah. So Snoke and Palpatine, they were all clones and shit. Yeah. Being able to inhabit bodies and everything. And so... I think that that's where it's going to lead. For me, that whole part of the the episode was just, is this how the Nazis felt? The Nazi scientists? They're just <laughs> trying to re- regulate to a new normal. That's a good point. <laughs> right? That's a really good point. <laughs> like, you used to be bad, but now you're working for the good guys that that's, are actually kind of not so good. That's that's all that NASA is. Yeah. I thought I thought it was kind of funny because NASA is the new Repu- uh, republic. Yeah, because the the this is a trap guy. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? He's like, yep. this isn't the Empire, son. It's a similar device, but this one's used for healing, not for torture purposes. <laughs> but it has torture capabilities. Yeah, and it's like saw. they're using the same exact technology, but apparently for quote unquote good, right? As for as what the new republic came claims, so. <sighs> Put put a new label on the bottle. It's still piss. A hundred percent. Yeah. You're, how fucking ridiculous! But that's exactly what I was like. These guys were Nazis. Even their characters are depicted on Nazis from World War Two. That was the George Lucas inspiration for the whole fucking Star Wars. Yeah, the red. The yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. So the this is just Nazi scientists that are just converting over to NASA. Yeah, and instead of trying to, you know eradicate a whole race they're trying to clone people exactly they and then they they all move over and you get to learn everybody's new numbers and shit which is also very fucking confusing super nazi a g88 or take away their names and you replace them with a number yeah oh my gosh i i don't know just the whole storyline i couldn't stand except for the mountaintop i thought that was pretty cool that was kind of cool yeah mountaintop uh, they, to to see that, and then we saw that in episode four again. Uh-huh. But uh, I, I don't know. I just found that very irritating. I just wanted them to go right back to uh, Den and Grogu storyline. Exactly. Yep. We'll see. I I, I'm keeping that. my hopes up that they're going to tie this in somehow uh, later on in the season. Hope so. Uh, because I I think that. John Favreau really knows what he's doing, and so that's going to really tell a story. It's just a total beeline right yeah. now, and it was just really off topic for me because we haven't yeah. seen uh, what's his nuts since season one. The Nazi scientist, uh, per- per- Doctor Pershing. Pershing. Pershing, yeah, yeah. Uh, we haven't seen him since like season one, so yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Whatever, man. How, how do you think physics really works uh, for the Star Wars universe? Do you think physics in general is a lot similar? 
No. No. <laughs> I think Star Wars physics is totally different. I, I guess I should rephrase it. Of um, We were watching an episode uh, three where Mando and Bo-Katan, they were chasing those bombers that came flying through. Yeah. And they made it seem as though gravity was very similar to how it would be on Earth. Yeah. Right? In that sense, yeah. And... But then, how do you think that their bodies were conditioned? Because they have to be traveling much faster and with much more G's, and because they were pulling some tight turns. Yeah. In like uh, uh, Dinjarin, the Mandalorian's uh, space fighter. Yeah, and that little Top Gun scene there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, so they don't really show the effect of G forces mm-hmm. when when um when they're flying Star Wars for some reason. I, I would understand out in space and whatnot. I mean, even in space, you're going to have G-forces. I, yeah, you have G-forces, yeah. but the gravity doesn't work exactly the same. Yeah. Um, uh, however, however, that did calculate into it. But the way they were making it seem when you're within an orbit of a planet that you would probably yeah. have more G-forces, wouldn't you? Um, so technically the definition of G-forces is um, all forces being exerted on a body, excluding gravitational forces. So the... the oh, excluding yeah. gravitational forces. So G-forces is kind of like a, a confusing term. So because you're feeling right now as we're seated down on these chairs, we're feeling 1G. Uh-huh. However, we, we can also feel 1G in the sense that if we were to be accelerated at uh, 9 point... What is it? Nine point three. Yeah, nine point three um, meters, meters per second per squared. Second. Um, then that's when we're going to feel one G in that direction. That was just my attempt to sound smart and go off of whatever you were, your first cylinder. I don't even was. know if it was nine point three. Whatever it was, it was nine point <laughs> something meter. Nine point eight meters per second squared. That's 9. what 8. it is. The physics Fuck, are coming back. Close. Nine point eight meters per second squared. Um, I was so, close for not knowing a damn thing. Yeah, so so in space, it's going to be kind of the same exact thing, too, mm-hmm. um, except the fact that you're not going to have that gravitational force oh. affecting you. So you're just going to be uh, pulled in the direction that you're that you're traveling in. Yeah, I, I guess so. I I guess I'm just dumb then and try really trying to overthink. Uh, no, you're not dumb. I was an engineer oh, major. <laughs> it took me a while before I understood this, too. I, I was like, you know what? I would think that you were just flying at the same rate as uh, an f-22 at full speed or something yeah yeah you're going to feel quite the g's whether you're on earth or wherever planet they're they're being on right now basically yeah because like the the thing that doesn't make sense to me is like when they're about to go into warp speed they don't really react like Mm -hmm. you would think that they would feel a lot of g-forces right anyways What were we talking about for episode four? I, I totally got lost. I was ready to nerd down about oh, that. And no worries. A little I, sidetrack I there. Wanna... Yeah, so episode four opens up with Grogu playing with some rocks. Mm. And, um... Crabs. Dragon attack. Right? Where the... Why are they living Riverside? Right? And ready to die. Just right? constantly. It's like, these dudes picked, like, the Compton of outer space to go <laughs> live. <laughs> <What> the <fuck? laughs> <laughs> did you see when they got to the nest that there was already a mandalorian helmet mm. a, a, a younglings mando helmet in the nest like yes this wasn't the first one they picked off it was not the first one jesus and then they and then at the end they got the baby dragon things <laughs> yeah <laughs> i go tame it and train oh, it oh man that's going to be pretty sweet because <laughs> it's going to be ro- cool you could have uh rode that one 
when it totally. got to full size. Yeah. Even if that was full size. I, I mean, if it's funny. not trying to eat me, I'd be totally down to ride it. That'd be cool. So much more fun That'd than a motorcycle, I'd imagine. And it would save so much on their jetpacks. Yeah. And they could be silent. And save on gas. Stealth. That is the, yes. Totally tacticular. Tacticular? <laughs> tacticular. Uh, I liked how all the jetpacks ran out of fuel simultaneously. Yeah. When that has never been an issue before. <laughs> well, I mean, we haven't really seen them fly for such a distance either. We saw uh, the last time we saw a jetpack was when mando uh jumped out of the the ship that's true he was falling and he just used it as a uh, parachute yeah they didn't fly for a distance before but at the same time too it's like i don't know that was just never a factor before you ever play a video game though bro yeah like yeah that's that that's totally a factor if you just (laughs) sit there and hold it down yeah um (laughs) i i was curious i called it as soon as uh he got taken off i was sitting here with robert watching it and i was like you know what i bet that was paz vizsla's child just because uh, i saw the heavy infantry his... guy yeah 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 the big guy uh played by john favreau yeah 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 under the helmet i i as soon as i saw the child's helmet the youngling's helmet color and then saw paz vizsla's uh-huh. helmet color i was like i don't know i bet that kid i didn't connect the dots like that or it I would say son. He said yeah. son at the end of it, yes. but I guess could have been Ward it as well. Yeah. Um, for that too. But uh, yeah, I saw that from the first off. Did you see his sigil at the end with the claw? It it was a mandal. It was a uh, mythosaur. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't catch that. Okay. Uh, let me let me double check that real quick. Pazvizla sigil because uh, I just saw it honor cut back maybe he has just the uh like a thing or something to say that state that he's mandalorian yeah well every uh, we learned in this episode that every mandalorian is who follows the way is entitled to wear the mythosaur that's right we yeah we learned that this episode but um no i saw it when we were watching that callback and it showed that he had a mythosaur painted on there yeah I gotta say though, speaking it, along the lines there, like a couple a couple points with this heavy infantry guy. Yeah. First of all, the dude climbing up the rocks, like uh, ro- doing some rock climbing in that gear oh, with that weapon on the back. Any of them? Yeah. Just, uh, I I I thought that was quite absurd. But even if like even if they went first light or that early yeah. in the morning, ain't no way. They, no. they'd be sweating in that direct sunlight. That stuff is heavy. Yeah. Rock climbing is hard. On Tatooine, no way. Unless, like, gravity's less there. Now you know why Darth Vader hated yeah. it so much. Exactly. You you ain't having all that sand and all that suit. And then, freaking, this guy, he gets up to the top, and he's like, Ragnar, Ragnar, he's my son! Ragnar, Ragnar! And then he gets like, dude, what you think's gonna happen? You, yeah, that that seems like everything against what they're trying to teach in exactly I, their philosophy. I saw that scene and I was like, uh, you know better than that. Yep, because uh, well, he was coming around to Mando and his ward, Grogu, yeah. there uh, at the very beginning of it. Yeah. He, he has a different connection with younglings, I guess. We just didn't get to see that. 
Speaking of younglings, what do you think Yoda's going to be talk or uh, Grogu is going to be talking like? Do you think he's going to? I speak? think he's going to sound like Yoda. Do you think? I he's... think they're going to do a flashback <laughs> like that. Yeah, we we were curious about that. Of uh, he was there for Order sixty six being executed, so he had to be there maybe for some time, any yeah. any length of time that he could have met Yoda. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, the who, way this is, who's uh, let's see, the female Yoda, the female Yoda. Yeah, she was on the council in the first one, episode one. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, Yaddle, Yaddle, Y A D D L E. Y A D D L E. Yep. First episode of what? She was in uh, Phantom Menace. Yaddle the Quiet was a member of the same mysterious species as revered Jedi Master Yoda. Oh my goodness. Yaddle sat on the Jedi Council with her fellow green-skinned diminutive force user. By the time of the Clone Wars, she was no longer on the Council. Nobody knows what happened to her. It's been a big theory. Interesting. I wonder Um, if they're going to use this to clear it up. Right? Because we were watching that there's three of whatever yoda is and uh whatever that that species is we've only the only three that we've seen are all very heavy force users yeah two of them being on the jedi council yeah they had to have met yeah maybe grogu's their child that makes sense love child and he's 50 years old dude you really think they could pay that off yeah fuck that'd be sweet I think I think that's what it is. You heard it here first. We call dibs on that theory. Did you <laughs> dibs it? And speaking of Grogu, we got a little a little insight on his past there, which was kind of nice. I, I've been waiting for that for a while. A call back to the sweet Ahmed Best. Uh, oh yeah, Jar Jar Biggs. <laughs> that that cool guy. I was I was reading. I think it was like Screen Rant or whatever. It's like this guy might look familiar and i was like he doesn't look familiar at all it doesn't look anything at all like jar jar binks nope not a bit (laughs) didn't see it nobody thought that but it that was very insider you would know kind of thing yeah uh, that is true i I think robert was saying he he had no idea did you did you notice the uh the biblical reference there in this Uh, episode which one you ever heard jonah and the giant whale or whatever the giant fish oh (laughs) <laughs> I did. I was wondering about that. <laughs> I understand they swim right into the whale, but so I... Jonah like lived three days in the belly of some fish, mm-hmm. and then I don't know if you caught this, but like dragon regurgitated <laughs> the heavy infantry dude's he, son Ragnar. Yeah, he Ragnar. He yeah, totally yeah. did. <laughs> and it, it was what like know? what a day. Yeah, like all night long, just hanging out there inside he got the dragon. Kidnapped, dude. Like first thing in the morning, yeah. It seemed like, and then they had to go and fly all the way out there and, and get him. That must suck. That it, must have sucked. It, it took a like. It seemed like a full day of flying, because by the time she was flying off, I, I don't know exactly how time works there, because there's two moons. I don't think it I, was a night though, because it could, looked like they camped out there. Yeah, they well, they were. She was flying out, and it looked into a sunset. Yeah. And then she got back, and it was bright midday, it seemed. Hmm. And then they flew out there again to where the nest actually was, and it was dawn. And they said, all right, we'll wake up. Or uh, dusk. It was dusk, and they said, that yeah. we'll wake up at dawn. So then it was like a whole night that he was just chilling inside of the... A the, whole night and a whole day. That freaking sucks. 
two nights and another night because they because they sucks. camped out and Bo-Katan learned a little bit more about the way. This yeah. is the way. That super sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. He, he was in there uh, and he's like, I'm totally not going to get eaten. But um, I mean, that the, the whole theory of why Boba Fett lived uh, after episode three. Yep. When he got uh, Return of the Jedi, when he got kicked in, that the acid wouldn't penetrate Beskar. Ah, that's cool. But okay. the youngling, the youngling only had a Beskar a helmet. helmet, so everything else was getting digested, wasn't it? I guess so. And I'm, I'm a good chance. I'm thinking that, you know, two nights and what was it two days, one night or two nights, one day, two nights, one. Wouldn't that be two nights, three days? I don't know. Whatever. A long time. One a long night, freaking time to be in the stomach of a dragon. One night, one day, and then the next night. Yeah. Okay. Saved, I see what you're saying. Saved in the morning. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I don't yeah. have my sundial on me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> my son's dial. <laughs> but um, it was good to see uh, Bo-Katan kind of getting, I guess, accepting the, the way a little bit here. Yeah. She... From my understanding is that she is part of a less uh, strict religious group. The Night Owls. The Night Owls, that they they don't follow the way as strictly, or they are a different branch of their religion. I think she uh, referred to the people who follow the way as like a cult or something like that. Yeah, they're more cultish. Yeah, which is kind of They're more of a the flds yeah than the lds could you imagine if we just like (laughs) (laughs) could you imagine if we just walked around everywhere with our motorcycle helmets like this is the way way. (laughs) i'm going to i'm ready to paint it out now (laughs) they say they can see within their helmets so i'm like "Eh, i bet you could ride around with it for the most part that'd be pretty sick right um we so Ragnar was kidnapped, and that was Paz Vizsla's son. We don't see who Mama Vizsla is in this episode. Do you have thoughts? I don't. I I was thinking about it. Well, not exi- necessarily yeah. uh, legitimate thoughts. I just was wondering how Mandalorian sex worked. Oh, okay. That's all. Hel- I, that's two helmets clanging against each other. Yeah. This is- <laughs> that's all it oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. instead of hearing the bedrock you hear clang 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 <laughs> but i was ultimately curious because yeah we were looking up on when you can take the helmet off and i guess that is one of the instances but as well when you're eating you you said when you're eating or drinking you can take your helmet off any other Apparently. regular time like so special special occasions like it signifies a great amount of trust in the person when you do that yeah that they see your face that you and only when you're eating drinking or in front of family but even like, then even on on in this episode here uh they all kind of went their separate ways to go eat and then bo katan was the leader of the war party so she got to take her helmet off in front of the fire the sweet honor um, so i don't know because how do you live in a cave? There's like 50 of those fuckers in there. Yeah. How do you not walk in on somebody that doesn't have their helmet on? Exactly. Uh, whatever. I, I don't know. I'm not here to pick holes in it. But that's what I'm going to do. 
shit i think that's all i had written down for that episode but i wanted to see where you think that they were going to be moving forward with this episode with uh this season we talked about writing the mythosaur do you think that i think it's happening this season yeah i think it's happening this season it definitely has to and then we've got to see how they bring together the mandalorians yeah for next season because there's got to there i there's like two more seasons i i guarantee it that disney's gonna milk the shit out of this oh totally and i think grogu's we're gonna see a lot of changes in grogu as well Mm -hmm. i think he's gonna start probably learning how to speak relatively soon probably this season gonna say his first words legitimate words yeah i could see that they're they're really teasing it as well um i'm curious because it didn't seem like uh he used the force jump in this episode yeah. so his skills as well he'll have to develop those and then i am speculating this is this was probably a little bit of a reach but i'm speculating that bo Katan's going to move into some type of leadership position some michael speculation yeah uh, like armor maybe i think i'm thinking the armor might die and bo Katan's going to take over as like the leader of the mandalorians wild speculation but she I'm gets seeing. eaten by the mythosaur could happen because she's a non-believer she's a fraud there isn't very many leadership positions throughout it seems no but but, just the armor and maybe Paz vizsla yeah and so kind of what i was thinking um was that bo-katan seems like she was kind of high high up in the night owl society thing there and then she is now moving into the way and i'm thinking that she's gonna work her way up pretty quickly yeah. And that and that it, it just seems natural for her to be in a leadership position. I mean, we saw her as a leader in the war party and people were more than happy to kind of defer to her mm-hmm. expertise. So I can see that I can see them building on that. In we also episodes. saw her use the dark saber too. We did. So there's and that's a, very, a huge symbol of leadership there in Mandalorian society. I bet they lead the Mandalorians together as a family. Oh, it's yeah. all about family. Din and Bo and little grogu and vin diesel family yeah <laughs> he shows up it's all about family we practice this <laughs> <laughs> such a dumb one i'm very curious i am very excited though because i know that john favreau he's he he really fought for this show that uh he's got some real soul creativity on this and he's really giving the people what they were wanting like even the book of boba fett that was just mandalorian season 2.5 oh yeah that that's all that was exactly like they they know what the people want and fabro can provide i think that's all i got that's all i got for season three so far season three so far episodes one through four uh yeah we'll come back episode after episode eight and covers five through eight that sound right or maybe we'll go one episode at a time. Maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Big shit coming. Uh, just like my morning bowel movements. Nice. This has been <laughs> MDC, and we were watching The Mandalorian Season 3. Catch us next time. We'll talk some nerd news. We'll talk some Shazam. We got Dungeons and Dragons coming up. John and Wick. The sweet John Wick. Lots to cover when we get it out. Whatever. Eventually. Bye. I'm done. Push.
This has been MDC Podcast. We want to thank you for listening. Make sure to like, subscribe, and tell Grandma. We're dropping new episodes every Sunday and Thursday. Let us hear what we should do next down in the comments. Numere, you dorks.